Welcome to this week's edition of Hockey Unfiltered, the podcast with Ken Campbell. I am the sidekick. I am Dylan Waugh. I am the Ned Flanders to Ken's Homer Simpson. <laughs> and we are neighbors, so it works. Today we're going to be talking about a shocking amount of contracts have been signed recently, amongst other things. So check us out on Twitter at HockeyNoFilter, at Ken underscore Campbell27, of course, at underscore Dylan Waugh. <laughs> Shocking number of contracts, not amount of contracts. That's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. No actual amount works in this way, in no, this way too. No, it doesn't. No, doesn't? No, 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 it doesn't. All right. Well, to quote my father, my stepdad, I don't think you're right about that. <laughs> He's like the most skeptical guy <laughs> I don't think in the world. And, and so it got to this point where I started saying that to him and he didn't even notice that uh, that he, I was that I was, was lampooning being, him. He was being trolled, right? Yeah, yeah. And my mom would be laughing her face <laughs> off every single time. I'd say, "I don't think you're right about that." And he go, "No, no, I think that uh, you know." And then he'd Google it or something like that. You know, what did we ever do before Google? We just had to like agree to disagree, like savages. Yeah, exactly. Or oh, or if gross. Somebody, or if you were lucky to be lucky enough to be in a house that had a Britannia encyclopedia collection, but of course you go to the one. That you'd want, and that, yeah. would, that would be the one that was missing. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, somebody's mom got taken in by a fast-talking salesperson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by golly, you need this, this Encyclopedia Britannica. All your neighbors and friends have them, and be the talk of the town. <laughs> do you want your kids to succeed? Yeah. Or do you want them to fail? Yeah. Well, that was that was your thing, and and then the thing that my generation got all the time was... You're not going to have a calculator on you all the time, are you? I know. My kids always joke about that. And actually, you do. That and then some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My favorite one, and I did get this. So I, I went to um, a, a hoity-toity school for like one year, is as far as I made it. And we had to uh, memorize the periodic table. Oh, God. And I remember the teacher yeah. telling us, like, <laughs> you're not going to have a periodic table on you for quick reference. And then I thought... When the hell have I ever s- sat there and thought to myself, AU is gold. That's right. It's been on the tip of my tongue this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And the one beside it is CL or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it, it didn't even occur to me at the time, I was 10, that it would never come up again. Not only. He was making 10 year olds memorize the, the, uh, she, you chauvinist she, she, pig. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Was making 10 year olds memorize the periodic periodic table table? yeah yeah i what i learned in grade four i coasted on until like high school it's great (laughs) and i wasn't even good at it but (laughs) anyways so last night was fun because it was nice to watch some actual hockey for a change it was the last two nights have actually been really good Missed two nights ago. Two nights ago was coaching uh, all night there was a uh a candidate for game of the year with um, the Rangers and uh, Calgary. Yeah. Lots of passion, lots of physicality. Although I can't stand, I cannot stand that Jacob Truba had to fight after a clean hit on Nazem Kadri. They were it's clean ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. I think the NHL should put a rule in that if you hit a guy clean and a guy comes to fight you, he, he can fight you, but you get to punch him in the face three times. <laughs> First, before the fight starts, 
Well, you heard it here first. Ken Campbell advocating for punching someone in the face three times prior to a fight. But this is this Ken's is issue with fighting is that there's not enough violence in the fight. Is what it is. This is stupid. This is so stupid. Like, I, I, no, I don't get it. But I see what's happening here. Is players are are probably so um. St- so dubious about the refereeing. I'm trying to find the word. Yeah, so, dubious they have words, lack of yeah. confidence in the refereeing yeah. that they're not waiting to find out if it was a clean hit or not. They're just jumping in, right? Yeah. And, and so I, I sort of see that, but it's really, really ridiculous. And this is something that, you know, if a player ever told me, you just don't understand because you've never played, I, I would say to his face, bullshit. This is something that has come into the game in the last, I'm going to say, 10 to 15 years, Mm -hmm. uh, where a guy gets hit cleanly, whether he's a star player or a fourth liner, whatever. Like Max Domi went after somebody who hit Patrick Kane, and he just rubbed him out along the boards. Yeah, Like this is not, this is not, and for people who have only been watching hockey for the last 15 years or so, this is not something that used to happen. No. Like, you know, I mean, Dave Semenko was tough and he was there to, he was there to guard people, but he wasn't there to beat up people who laid clean hits on Yari Curry and Wayne Gretzky. You know, I mean, and, and, you know, I mean, John Ferguson didn't fight people who laid out Jean Beliveau. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. Gilfleur or anybody else. Yeah. Like it, it was it's it's just ridiculous. It's just become this uh this stupid part of the game that's just accepted, you know? Yeah. And uh I, I think it's ridiculous. But that's neither here nor there. That was a great game. And then last night when Sorry, can Tuesday I speak night, to that? Yeah, quickly? Sure, sure. There is an obvious solution, which is the third man in penalty. But it's not third man in, it's aggressor. No, no, but what, what I'm saying is is that Player A hits player B, okay? Yeah. Player B, if he feels that his honor has been uh, besmirched, can droppeth the gauntlet. Yeah. Slash his gloves. But he can't when when it's a yard sale and he's picking up his helmet and his gloves because they've flown off of him. But what I'm saying is that to have player C walk in there and do the fight. Yeah. You could, like, it wouldn't be a long walk to have that as a third man in penalty. Uh, yeah, what the it's beef more, is between player A and player more, B. It's more an aggressor. It's more an aggressor. I, I hear what you're saying, yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm saying yeah. the beef is between player A and player B. Player C is not involved in this beef, and and I'm of the opinion that fighting, uh, that premeditated fighting should be a immediate uh, suspension. Well, yeah, but then yeah, but then like, see, to me, it's like it's ridiculous. There's already more pages in the rule book devoted to fighting yeah. than any other rule. It's like five pages yeah. in the in the rule book. Well, it's because it's the best part of the game. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what it is. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, yeah. so there was that. Yeah. And then last, last night, night yeah. Pittsburgh, Colorado was a heavyweight tilt. Yeah. I mean, that was, it was 2-1 in overtime. Yeah. But what a game. Yeah. What a game. The goaltending in that game was outstanding charts yeah and you know just really really like fast paced tempo a lot of passion a lot of physicality a lot of great plays and i mean a lot of commentators have been saying this is that you know now that the all-star break is over 
you know, after this week, everybody's going to have their, have had their bye week off. You know, now you're going, now you're in the stretch run. You're trying to position yourself for the playoffs. You're trying to make the playoffs. You're trying to lose so you can get first pick overall, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot on the line, right? And, and I think, I think what a lot of people have said is you're, you're going to see the, 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 you know, the, the guys are more invested yeah. and, and there, and there's a lot more on the line. And so the games are going to reflect that a little more now going down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, without it, without a doubt. <clears throat> um, last night, uh, Pavel Francouz. The goaltender. Francouz. I, 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 I've heard it both ways on on uh, on my on my TV. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, Pavel Francouz was the uh, goaltender of uh, of of record. He was last night and put up a an incredible game. And I remember in the off season, I remember saying like to you um, when they when they brought in Georgiev, I was like, I'm not certain that that's an upgrade on Francouz. And last night, yeah. you know, he showed yeah. that he's yeah, he's got he's got some chops in this league. But so he's from France, right? Francouz? or no, he's Czech. He's Czech. I think he's Czech. Yeah, he's Czech. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. But I'll tell you one thing about the game last <clears throat> night that was that was really fun to watch was uh, like the stars were out to play. Yeah, Crosby and Malkin mm-hmm. and Latang. Mm-hmm. All three of them just showed why they are yeah, and McKinnon and McCarr on the other side, right? And, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They the, the stars came out to play, and that's I'm, what's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of great that call like not great for Colorado, but it's great for hockey that Colorado's where they are right now. Yeah, because they're not coast; they can't coast. Yeah, they can't coast. Yeah, I figured it out last night. I looked at the standings last night. If Boston, the Boston Bruins, were to lose each one of their final thirty-one games in regulation. Like each one of them, yeah, they'd still be above five hundred. Yeah, I <laughs> saw have, you, they'd you have tweeted that out last eighty three points yeah. in eighty two games. <laughs> yeah, it's it's absolutely outrageous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, before we get to the next uh, section of this, check out kencampbell.substack.com. Check us out at Hockey No Filter on Twitter. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And let's uh, let's let's talk briefly about the All Star Game, and then Do we'll- we have. Do we have to? No. <laughs> this was pre-approved by you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to talk. We, we kind of got into a bit of a rabbit hole on the phone the other day about like how to fix the All-Star game, which is kind of the hot thing to talk Don't about. Don't have right? it! Well, okay. So, moving on. Check out yeah, KenCampbell.substack.com. <laughs> no, is there anything you want to say about the All-Star game? or do you? Well, well you know what? I'm... I'm uniquely unqualified because a I did not watch a second of the skills competition or the game this year. Right. Uh, Friday night I was at a family wedding, and Saturday I think I had to do my nails or something. Um, so I did. <laughs> I not- was going to say they look fantastic. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They <laughs> they're fabulous. <laughs> I did not watch a second of either game, <clears throat> and nor have I done so. I think since Columbus, which was I don't know when that was. I think that was the last time I watched the game, yeah. which is which is kind of cool because I've up to up until this year I've been to the mall, 
<laughs> I've actually been to the all-star game yeah. and not watched it. Yeah. Or the skills competition. Yeah. So I'm I'm not I'm not sort of super qualified to comment on this, but I know I know what I hear and I know what I read and it was apparently the skills competition was there were some really good elements to it. Yeah. But it it, it was it, it it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. And I think this is the case, a case of the NHL trying just way too hard to be cool and to be hip and to try all these new things. I think what you do with the All-Star game, starting next year when it's in the center of the universe, right? <laughs> it would cost the NHL, I figured out, $16 million to do this, which is nothing in a in an industry that's approaching revenues of $6 billion. We yeah. can agree, right? $16 million is nothing. Yeah, sort of. But yeah. First of all, what I would do is I'd go back to a true skills competition. Like forget all the stupid, st- stupid, stupid stuff like dunk tanks and goalies scoring on goalies and all this other stupid crap and Ovi's kid out there. And just just go back to a skills competition. Hardest shot, accuracy, fastest skater. Um, what's the, what, what, are the, what are the other staples? Hardest shot, fastest skater, accuracy. They sometimes do the stick um, handling, stick speed. handling, yeah. and uh, a break, breakaway. breakaway. Yeah, breakaway. So you have those five, right? Yeah. That's it. That's all you need. And you don't need guys coming out with Superman capes on and all this other. Like, just cut the bullshit. Like, just make it. If you if you're gonna if you're going to highlight the 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 the, the stars. You know, if you're going to highlight the stars and what they're capable of doing, then let them do it. Let them do it without this other, without all this crap. Right. So to me, and you find a way in the skills competition to award a winner in each category. Yeah. In each, in each one. And the guy who wins fastest skater gets a million dollars. The guy who wins the accuracy competition gets a million dollars the goalie or skater who wins the breakaway competition a million dollars you know so so then you've got so there's that and that that's the that's the that's the the skills competition piece and then in the game piece you don't give the team that wins a million dollars you give each player on the team that wins a million dollars okay yeah so now you're playing for something right and that would cost you 11 million dollars yeah. And the skills competition would cost you five, which is $16 million in a league that's generating revenues of $6 billion. So it's nothing. Right. So to me, I think you got to put a skin in the game. You've got to put something on the line. And you know what? If I'm playing for a hundred, if I'm making, you know, $5 million a year, like Dylan Strom, and and <laughs> and I got a precursor I, to what we're going to be talking about. And next. I have a chance, and I have a chance to make a hundred thousand. Eh, you know, whatever. But if I'm making five million, and I got a chance to increase my salary by twenty percent, yeah, that then I'm I'm going for it. Yeah, you know. So my my two ideas were both punitive, or one of them actually was a friend of mine's idea. His idea was East versus West. The winner gets home ice advantage in the Stanley Cup final. 
Yeah, what if you're Trevor Zegras? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be really trying here so that Kale McCarr can have yeah, but what if you're home Kale, ice advantage in the playoffs. What if you're Kale McCarr and you say to Zegras, I'll give you a thousand bucks for every goal you score? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Yeah, like there's, yeah, there's, yeah. it's not like there's yeah. a there's a salary cap circumvention issue right, here, right? right? Right. Because you're not talking about teams per se. Right. The other side of it is, I thought every player on on the losing team gets suspended for one game, and so at some point that team is without their star. Right. Now, but so so you can go out and and cross check a guy in the neck. And get suspended for get fined five thousand dollars. But if you lose the All Star game, you get suspended for a game. Look, that's a false equivalency. There's a little no, bit. No, that's a false. Your that's logic a here. false equivalency here because <laughs> because I don't agree with cross checking somebody in the neck and getting five thousand dollars. So like, look, mm-hmm. if you if you sat me, we're talking about the All Star game here. If you sat yeah. me down and said, "Hey, Dylan, fix five rules in hockey, uh, five things in hockey," the All Star game wouldn't wouldn't come in. 20 right you know what i mean right 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 but so that's a bit of a false equivalency here but i hear what okay. i hear where you're going with it yeah yeah but the, here's the here's the, the thing that i think is most reasonable cost the nhl the least uh won't have an issue with the uh, uh the the players association which of course so spending probably would yeah and and i think will give people a skin in the game without having a skin in the game you you have the players vote on their champions. So for each division, let's say for the Atlantic division, they vote who do we want to represent us in fastest skater? Who do we want to represent us in hardest shot? And so what that might mean is that some plug that has no business at the all-star competition, right, is there. And therefore we get the best of each of those categories actually competing. Right. Secondly. Well, and you get it if you offer this money, like, does Connor McDavid bow out of fastest skater if he can win a million dollars? Right. You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> and so, and maybe, then, maybe not. Yeah, well, I mean, he's one of the higher paid guys in the league, but it's still not yeah, chump yeah. change, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, and, and then secondly, um, you get to draft, each team gets to draft one player who's not in the NHL, women's hockey player. Uh, yeah, ins- yeah. Instagram sensation. Yeah, yeah. They they bring Swaggy P out to these things mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm, they bring mm-hmm. uh, 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 to do your shootout competition so okay. that we get the best shootouts humanly possible. Right. Um, I think the other thing, and you not speaking a draft, and I forgot about this. Um, bring back the drunk draft. The drunk draft. The drunk draft. Yeah. The drunk draft is the best. It, that speaking of Columbus, that's I think that's the last time they did it. Columbus was fun. They had the drunk. They had the, the the like John Jonathan Taves was hammered. Yeah, yeah. And it was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And and Nick Foligno was three sheets to the wind too. Yeah. It was fantastic to watch. But you know what? It's Columbus that made me think of this idea of drafting uh, or or sorry of voting for who you want to represent you because John Scott almost won the 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 slap shot competition. Mm. He was like three miles an hour off the the winner. And I thought to myself, like, well, would like so <laughs> if he's close to apparently allegedly one of the hardest slap shots in the league, then who else is out there so that we're mean, not seeing? Okay, so you mean like not among the guys that are in the game? No, like anyone in your division. Well, they used they used to have non all star game participants participate in the uh, skills competition. Yeah, I know. Like it used and it used to be like. Like Sammy Kapanen, 
yeah. or whatever. Like the fastest skater in the league was in the all-star skills competition, even though he wasn't playing in the game. Right. Yeah. So your skin in the game essentially here is more psychological, but it's your own pride in the sense that it's like, this is the group that we put together. Yeah. This is not the group that the NHL just put together. This is the group that we put together. The NHL picks those one player from every team, which is kind of right. dumb in its own right, but that's fine. NHL picks <laughs> unless it's Seattle and then they don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Matty Beneers gets hurt and they don't replace him. Yeah, or but who knows? I Bo mean, maybe, Horvat out there yeah, representing yeah. Vancouver. Yeah yeah. 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 Anyways, let's move on. We've talked enough about the All Star yeah. competition. Hey everybody, this time of year everybody's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good but most of the time pretty unrealistic. Take me for example. I said I wasn't going to throw my racket in pickleball anymore, and I still do it. I've actually found that the smallest change to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low-latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yes, Raycon start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each, or a pair, and a spare, and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if, you'll, even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycons wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer a buy now, pay later option. Every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. PN. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before we before we get to the main topic du jour, which is the uh, contracts, uh, let's quickly talk about playoff format because that was a big uh, discussion point. Um, it, it was Sidney Crosby coming out saying, "Just give me one to eight. Yeah, and and Connor McDavid too, and Nathan McKinnon. Like yeah. it's not like you know, it's not like. Jason Magna is coming out and saying this. Like some of the <laughs> some of the biggest stars in the league are are saying, yeah, it, it's got to be more equitable, right? Um, and I mean, I guess they have a point. Um, let's see, just for just for shits and giggles here, let's see what the playoff matchups would be <laughs> if we guess were... what that leaves you with. <laughs> if I took the giggles, <laughs> okay, wild card. Okay, wild card. Okay, so we'd have one to eight would be, oh, God. Okay, we want to go conference, right? That's what we want to do. Right. Yeah, correct. No, wild card. No, you want to go conference. Oh, if you want to do the one to eight. If you want to do one to eight. Okay, yeah, that's fine, yeah. So you'd have, right now, you'd have Boston and Pittsburgh, Carolina and Washington, New Jersey and Tampa. No, sorry. Okay, so okay, so here you go. You'd have Boston and Pittsburgh. You'd have Carolina and Washington. Boston and Pittsburgh's already the lineup for right, right now. Right. And you, yeah, and you'd have New Jersey and New York Rangers. And guess what you'd have in the first round? 
Toronto, Toronto Tampa Bay. and Tampa Bay. Which Shut is exactly up. what Shut it up. is right now. Shut up. Yeah. That's what it is now. Yeah. That's exactly what it is now. Okay, in the West, you'd have Dallas and Colorado. Okay. You'd have Winnipeg and Minnesota. You'd have Vegas and LA Kings. No, wait. Winnipeg and Minnesota Winnipeg and Minnesota. Vegas and Edmonton, Seattle and LA. Would you not already have Vegas? You wouldn't have Vegas and Edmonton already, would you? Or is, is, is Edmonton in the wild card spot or are they in third place? No, they're in the wild card spot. Yeah, they're in the card wild spot. card spot. So you'd have Vegas spot. and Edmonton as no, well. No, you wouldn't. You'd have Vegas. It would be Vegas and LA. Oh, no. Vegas. No, It'd be Vegas. Vegas is, and Edmonton. Vegas is leading that division, right? Vegas is leading the division. So right. So first Seattle. wild card spot. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I like I like it. I like the playoffs the way they have it now. I I love the fact, like, I, there's a lot that I don't like about what Gary Bettman's done, but I love the fact that he has he has resisted the urge to have play-in games and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, this, yeah. Is, not, this is not the Capriol Silver Stick Tournament. This is the NHL. You have to be good. You have to be good. Yeah. You know, and half the league should make it, and half the league shouldn't. Like I, I go about, back to a day. I go back to a day when, when, sixteen of twenty one teams made it. Right, right. Five yeah. teams were eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. You want to talk about a meaningless regular season? That's a meaningless regular season. And that's exactly what okay? I was just going to get to. And and so so to yeah. me, to me, I I like it the way it is. Like you know, Tampa and Toronto now is is a rivalry. I mean, you want they to talk about series last you talk, year. You want to talk about? You don't want to watch it again. You want to talk about passion. You want to talk about rivalries. Yeah, this is building rivalries. Yeah, big time. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I love the playoff format the way it is. Keep it exactly the way it is. You know what? Like you say, I mean, Tampa and Toronto would meet would meet in one to eight anyways. Yeah, right at this point, and probably that's how it's going to be at the end of the year. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, you have to be, you have to be really good to win any round in the playoffs. Yeah, you have to be an elite team to get out of the first round. Yeah, you know, and I mean, you have to beat everybody. Yeah, like last year in the East, everybody had a hundred points in the playoffs. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. So, I mean, what does that tell you? That tells you that it's really, really hard to make the playoffs. And it's really, really hard to win in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It's supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be hard. Yeah. That's the way it works. Yeah. Um, if your issue is that you're worried about um, the equity of, you know, okay, well, this team made it into a wild card and then this division didn't get a team or whatever the case is, right? You're worried about yeah. sort of like an equitable <clears throat> arrangement there as opposed to doing it as a straight one to, or this team made it in who made it in their conference or their division, but wouldn't have made it in, in the other division or whatever the case is. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you're worried about that sort of thing, what you're essentially worrying about is, uh, is the regular season. Yeah. And if your solution is to have a play in, then you're negating that very regular season. Mm Mm-hmm. So it sort of seems like, you know, kind of fighting fire with fire, if you if you ask me. But I think that the biggest issue right now and is the disparity, right? Like last year, you know, we knew the playoff picture. This year, we kind of know the playoff picture, right? 
And not a lot's going to change. Like to your point about Boston basically having to lose every yeah, I mean, single game. I mean, maybe the maybe the Islanders go on a run here. Uh, they've won two. They've won two since you know since yeah, they got since, Bo Horvat yeah. and. That's a hard name to say sometimes. Bor, I always say Bor Horvat, Bo Horvat, Borja Horvat, Borja Horvat, Horvat. Um, somebody, somebody had him as Borat on Twitter last night. Nice, like it came out autocorrect, and it yeah, was yeah. like Borat has this many. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so maybe the Islanders go on a run here and they make the playoffs. But it's fairly sad. But it's yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, I mean, Kenny Holland is notorious for his 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 assertion that not much changes. After American Thanksgiving, you know, you know, and and it's true. I mean, it it it's actually it actually check it actually checks out. You know, you know what I think fixes this? Not having three point games. Okay, well that that's a that's a point of contention for sure. Yeah, it's it's the draft. It's the way that the uh, draft lottery works. Every team that doesn't make the playoffs should have a chance of first overall, and every single team. Should be should be able to move spots. Every team just simply gets picked. The the all sixteen teams that don't make and it, then, and then you do a lottery. So you do maybe, a lottery from what from and, one to and sixteen, it's not, and it's not weighted. It's just yeah. no, it's weighted. You, you, okay, you, so that's what we have now. No, we don't because you only have a chance at first overall if you're eleven or lower. Right, 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 right. And even and then you don't have a chance to move past third overall. Right, right. So. My point is take one to 16, weight it, and that's the lottery. And everybody just gets picked for their spots. That's the lottery, period. And the reason why is because if you're, if you're a team that's on the cusp of making the playoffs, and let's say you've got a, a young team that you've already been rebuilding, there's always that question where people go, uh, well, it's good to have playoff experience. It's good for the for the young team to have playoff experience. So let's yeah. buy at the trade deadline yeah. and make the playoffs. There's not a there's not a hockey player, a coach, a general manager, a team in the world that would give up the chance to make the playoffs in order to get a better draft pick. But not that's what chance. I'm saying. Not a chance. But this is but this is what I'm saying is that when faced with that decision, it becomes obvious because it's like okay, I've got the 15th best chance to draft number one overall. Yeah. If I go for the playoffs, then maybe it moves to 16 or I make the playoffs and I'm happy. There there doesn't become that fork in the road decision of do I go hard okay, so, up or hard down? Okay, so you're saying all 30, not just the ones that don't make the playoffs. No, all, only the ones that teams. make the playoffs. Only ones that don't make the playoffs. But if you're, okay, but if you finish 16th, yeah. you're in the playoffs. No. Yeah, if you finish 16th. Oh, sorry. No, you're saying... You're looking at it the other way around. I'm okay, saying yeah. if you have the 15th best chance okay, okay, of drafting yeah, 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 Connor Bedard, yeah, yeah, okay. then maybe yeah. you try to make the playoffs and it goes to 16th. Right. Okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Okay. At which point you're still outside of the playoff picture, but just by one, yeah. by I, one I, team. See, I don't think there's any problem at all with any of it right now. I think yeah? it's really good. I, like, what is wrong with it? Like, like that to me is a, is a problem, is a solution looking for a problem. <laughs> right now T- seriously. sponsored by manscapes <laughs> seriously though like it's yeah. like it's like to me you know it's working well um you know i know that viewership is down by 22 percent in the u.s which is terribly alarming but i i don't think it's because of this yeah this kind of stuff yeah like people are pointing out all these different things and i don't know i think maybe just people are saturated and a lot of people are cutting cables and and not watching a lot of TV. You want to know why viewership is network down? TV. 
You want to know why viewership is down? You and I are hockey fans, so we live in our little hockey fan world. Right. Right? You ever talk to a fan of another of another sports league? Yeah. Like somebody that's as diehard yeah. a okay. yeah. NBA fan as you are a hockey fan. Right. That person always has five or six players that they like mm-hmm. and then their team. And so they tune in to watch LeBron. Yeah. They tune in to watch KD. They tune in to watch uh, Kyrie Giannis or whatever his name is, (laughs) the Greek freak, right? Yeah, yeah. They tune in to watch those guys. We don't, other than the the yous and eyes and those of our ilk in the world who who do really love yous and me's, yous and me's, fair enough. Yeah, who do really love the sport (laughs) of hockey and do want to watch Connor McDavid and Kale McCarr play alongside the teams that we have preference towards. Other than that, most people, they like their team and they watch their team. Right. It's a very regional sport in that respect. Very Correct. regional. Yeah. Very, very regional. Um, and, I don't know how and, we move to that. Well, you move to it by not allowing guys to mug Connor McDavid all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You, let, you let the superstars be superstars. Yeah. And you let them play and you let them show their skills so that people will say, yeah, yeah, watching Connor McDavid is must viewing. Like, I, I don't particularly like the Oilers. I don't even really, yeah. really like I, I couldn't care less whether they win the Stanley Cup or finish out of the playoffs. But watching Connor McDavid is must viewing. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. 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 Then that's and 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 that's kind of what I'm I'm driving at. But of course, there is the other side of it, which is one of the things that I've always loved about hockey is that it's like it's like dancing the ballet in a war zone. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's these guys that can do these beautiful, incredible things like Connor McDavid, while everybody's just hacking the life out of them with their sticks. Yeah, that's that's a lot of fun to watch for sure. I, I enjoy sure. it too. It's a, yeah, you know, it's great. It's great. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good because because it's really good and it's really fair. Like, I think it's really fair that because you were born with more God-given talent and you worked harder than everybody else to uh, to cultivate that talent and you sacrificed a bunch to be the best player in the world, that you should then have to be subjected to not the same amount of abuse, but more abuse, and you should just accept it and shut up and, and play. I, I think that's really, I, I love that. I love that about hockey. So we agree. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> No, I, I I hear what you're saying, and the NHL does have a tendency <clears throat> to go the wrong direction with their stars, where the NBA goes very far to protect their stars, and the NHL goes the wrong direction and lets more yep. abuse happen to their stars than other players. Yep. I agree with that, and that needs to be changed. But what I'm saying is that I, I don't want it to become a situation like the NBA, where if you so much as brush the hem of LeBron's garment, it yeah, is yeah. a foul. But But... To your point, what we were talking about at the beginning. Yeah. Sidney Crosby is a player out on the ice. He can get hit just as much as a fourth line guy. Yeah, yeah. And Jacob Truba steps into Sidney Crosby and hits him clean. That should be a play that anybody can make. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to worry about having a fight afterwards. You know? I mean, because to me, if a guy knows he has to fight, I mean, Jacob Truba probably doesn't care. I'm like, not talking about hacking the hands, by the way. Yeah. To be clear. But but to but to lay a clean hit annoying. on a guy. To lay a clean hit on a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Go ahead. You, you can hit you can hit Connor McDavid. You can hit yeah. Sidney Crosby. You can hit Connor Bedard when he's You'll have when he's to playing. catch him first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Exactly. As the old Emo Phillips joke goes, I spoke to my principal and he said, Emo, I can expel you. And I said, you'd have to catch and eat me first, you weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we move on to the contracts? (laughs) Or the coach who says... The, uh, there was a football coach who was asked, what did you think? He says, coach, what do you think your team's execution? And he says, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. I hadn't heard that one. Yeah, before. That, that's a, that was always a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm all for I'm it. I'm all for it. I'm in favor of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So. Yeah. Shall we move on to the contract? Yes, we shall. All right. Before we move on to the contracts, check out kencampbell.substack.com. You can get this podcast directly into your inbox along with Ken's excellent writing. And check us out on Twitter at Hockey No Filter. Leave us a review, a comment, subscribe to uh, Apple Podcasts. Wow, that was a weird little brain fart there. Mm-hmm. Our our listenership has started skyrocketing again on, uh, on, on the podcasting side of things, which is kind of cool. And still... Uh, no reviews. Uh, well, hmm. we've got some, but like it's, you know, how many did we get in the last month? Zero. How many this month? A million times that. Okay. <laughs> so Does, do reviews even matter? Like who cares? They do because I don't care if somebody says they hate us or like us. I'd firstly, like I'm a millennial and I require constant validation. Right. Okay. But secondly, the reviews help the algorithm help people find us. Oh, okay. So it okay. is actually it, okay. But but but. What if it's a bad review? What if somebody doesn't like it? Well, then they're obviously all you're disturbed. saying. All you're saying, Dylan, is leave us a review, but only if it's going to be nice. Like, you know, I, I mean, there's always the possibility that someone could say, "I hate this podcast because Dylan's an idiot." Listen, if we got a bad review, would that would be like that would be very unprecedented because it would be the first bad thing anyone said about you in (laughs) your entire life on social media on social media (laughs) yeah so like let's let's cross these these uncharted territories when we get there okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm banking on the fact that if you've listened this far uh it's probably not gonna be a bad review probably not yeah 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 either that or you just really hate your own ears (laughs) (laughs) cut off your ears to spider face an office reference okay cut off his nose to spider face he gets all the the uh the turns of phrase wrong yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. my mom was in a, her masters with somebody that used to say as composed to instead of as oh opposed wow to. really yeah. oh i i had a i worked for somebody that said that is an exorbitant uh, cost <laughs> exorbitant <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Oh, boy. I won't say who said the tweet, but I saw a tweet that said his body language audibly changed. No. That's (laughs) awesome. (laughs) That's that's been an ongoing joke between a friend of mine and myself where we're like, we're like, well, that car is audibly beautiful. (laughs) Just like doesn't matter. Audibly. He literally put the team on his back. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good Saturday night. Moving on. <laughs> hey, everybody, are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you'll need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. 
Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to see what the prop what prop bet will be boosted. Download the DraftKings Sports app and use the code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Let's talk about the contracts. Okay. Who do you want to talk about first? Dylan Cousins, Bo Horvat, Sonny Milano, or Dylan Strom? We're going to talk about Sonny Milano's three-year deal at $5 million? Yes, because he, okay. he, he whiffed on a PTO last summer. Yeah. So and he got a three-year deal so at $5 million. Yeah, like clearly, clearly the idea is to be a bad player and go to Washington. <laughs> like clearly. Like Dylan, Dylan, Dylan Strom was waived. Yeah. He was waived. Yeah. And and then and then and then Sonny Milano goes there. I, I I don't mind the Sonny Milano contract. Sonny Milano's got twenty two points in forty games. Yes, yeah, that's fine. So yeah. you're looking at a point every other game. You're paying a buck and a half for that. Good on you. Over yeah. three years. Great. Sonny Milano realizes he is what he is and yeah. he's not what everybody thought he was gonna be at one time. Yeah. And myself included. And he's going to make big money for three years. Well, relatively big money. And Dylan Strom has 36 points in 52 games. Yeah, yeah. Dylan Strom, like, this is, these are the contracts. I've always contended this. These are the contracts that put you in salary cap hell. So there was I forget not the who it was. not the big ones to the great players. It's these ones. It's giving five million. It's well, it's not even the money. Like the money's, I don't even think about it as money anymore. All I think about it is as cap space, right? right? Yeah. So you're devoting five million dollars in cap space to a third line center. I forget who it was, but there was somebody that was talking about uh, when Toronto signed Andreas Janssen and Kasperi Kapanen into their contracts. Yeah. And what he what he essentially said was he's like, look. They are get, like th- those contracts are what those players are worth, but right now on the contracts that they're on, what uh, the way that those players were producing were luxuries. Yeah, under those contracts, those players have to produce that. Right, they can't get one point less. Mm-hmm. That's so. Dylan Strome getting his contract at thirty six points in fifty two games. Let's say that he ends off the year at forty five. He's doing five million. His new contract yeah. five mil. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I don't think so. Okay, but it's, if you don't fo- follow see, my train see, of log- me, logic me here, though, yeah. like that's like that's okay, right? But if he gets like thirty-five next year, it's disastrous, which he could very well do. And it's not right. Exactly, it's not, it's not out of the realm of possibility. No, it's 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 one would say very well within the realm of so possibility. So if he has if he has forty-five points, is that a career year for him? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I believe okay, so, so I, I can double check that. Your, but your yeah. career year is a half a point a game. And you're making $5 million at the age of... And don't talk to me about he's only 25. I don't care that he's... 48 points last year. I don't care that he's only 25. 48 points last year. I don't care that he's only 25. He's not a good 25. Like, it's not like you're sitting there going, he's 25 and the best years are ahead. Boy, this guy's like a 75-point player waiting to break out. No, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah, watching him play, he is what he is. Yeah. A middle six center, better suited on your third line, but could step up if need be. Yeah. For an injury or something like that. Yeah. I, I would I would agree with that. Um 
I don't know. Like like I said, the the contract that he's on currently at three point five mil is good. It's good value. Yes, but you have to find give him four times three and a half, and and away you go, or three times four, or right. something. You know, like it's the term, and there's way. It, you know, like Lou Lamarello said, it's for too long, and it's for too much money. Now he said that tongue in cheek. Of course he did. Okay. Of course he did. I just feel like that's what's lost well, in the Twitter conversation. Well, I don't know. Like it's it is too long and for too much money. No, well we, um, we all know that, but because but he was being I, asked and pestered he, yes, about that. Yes, yes, yes. And it was and it was like What it, do you want me to say? Because he asked he asked he was asked, you know, are you giving out the terms? And he never gives out the terms. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I mean, it gets out within ten seconds of the contract being signed all the time now. Right. So yeah. And it was his answer was it's for too long and too much money. Because his, his the subtext was all the contracts are too long and for too much money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sonny Milano's a good bet. I'm happy with it. Like, oh sure, one point nine mil. Sure, why not? Yeah, it, you know, and and if it completely goes south, you bury it in the miners, and you're only on the hook for nine hundred. But, uh, this, I mean, is, but this is sort of what I'm saying, which is that like you're in a situation where he can only outperform a contract like that. I shouldn't say only, but yeah. probably yeah. outperform a contract. Whereas with Dylan Strom, even though if he was making five mil this year and ended with whatever amount of points he ends with this year, you'd call that just fine value. Yeah. Not yeah. good, not bad. Yeah. It, it means that there's a lot of room for underperforming that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's kind of what I'm getting yeah. at. Uh, Pat you, Morris had a good week last week. Who did? The agent, Pat Morris. Oh yeah. Yeah. He had a good week. Yeah. He represents Bo Horvat and Dylan Strom. Yeah. So he signed $93 million worth of contracts last week. Honey, you remember that beach house we always wanted? <laughs> oh, I think Pat's already got a beach house. <laughs> uh, I, I'm talking about the third one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah you got to have one on every coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. North. Yeah. <laughs> so you only have three. <laughs> you got to have your beach coast in the West Coast, the East Coast, and then one in Alert. Yeah, one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one in Juneau, Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or worse yet, Sudbury, Ontario. You could have a beach house in Sudbury, Ontario, because there's a lake right in the middle of the town. Yeah. Lake Ramsey, and it's awesome. It's a ama- <laughs> No, it's beautiful. It's yeah. actually beautiful. Is it? Like, tell me another city that has a lake right in the middle of the freaking city, other than Toronto, which has <laughs> the biggest lake in the world. <laughs> but... <laughs> third but yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. whatever no way no no Sudbury Sudbury like if you lived on like if somebody said I could live on the water on Lake Ramsey and Sudbury I'd be like sign me up well Kawartha Lakes Port Perry lots I mean of, yeah lots I mean of towns like this that yeah are, Port Perry if you want to live in a place where everybody's a hundred and there's 30 people there sure sure I would yeah yeah okay yeah I would totally live in Port Perry. <laughs> okay, it's, I I don't know if you've been there like on a on a Saturday afternoon, something like that. I every, have been. Every pub has live music. Uh, it's an awesome place. I I if I ever get a Saturday that I'm just free and clear, take my motorcycle, aim it towards Port Perry. You know, go through all the beautiful little backcountry roads, and then wind up at some pub for lunch and listen to live music. Yeah, it's the best. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, you don't want to. Actually, it. it actually sounds pretty good. That actually sounds like fun. <laughs> we should do that this summer. I'll go on the back. Yeah, and I'll get hammered at the pub, and then you can drive me home. <laughs> That'll be fun. I'll be zigzagging around the road. I'll get pulled over. Be like, "Have you been drinking?" No, my passenger's drank it up for the two of us, and he's leaning me all over the place here. 
<laughs> okay, we're going to do that. Okay. Either that or we're going to go out on your boat. Oh, we're totally going out on the boat. We're doing a boat cast this summer. Okay. We are. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. Now that I've got a slip at the Highland Yacht Club. Oh, you do? Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Where's that? It's right down here at the Bluffs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. Two yeah. minutes away, man. You could walk there. Nice. Yeah, I wouldn't. Oh, of course you, you wouldn't. Know, like because I'm a, you don't walk. Not if I could help it. I'm like <laughs> a normal person. Like, hello. All right, Dylan Cousins. Interesting. Really interesting. I mean, they're they're banking on the Tage Thompson thing happening here, I would think. You know, in that you sign him long term now, he's gonna outperform the deal. Buffalo's in been a big banking way. on that a lot. Well, lately. yeah. They've in the last five months they've signed Tage Thompson, Matthias Samuelson, and and uh, Dylan Cousins to long term deals. Okay? Yep. And all at well, Samuelson's four point something. Thompson's at 7.14. Cousins is at 7.1. I mean, those those deals have the potential to be like Nathan McKinnon-ish in, yeah. ter- in terms of yeah. outperforming them, right? Yeah. So now, and and I, I got to think that Kevin Adams, who like this time two years ago was running the Buffalo Sabres like minor hockey program yeah you know but i i've always thought he's very sharp i i covered him when he was in toronto as as a player Mm -hmm. really really liked him and and really think he's a very sharp guy and he's obviously is a really sharp guy he's actually one of those guys that you thought could be in management not all the bozos that wound up being in yeah yeah exactly Exactly. when they're players yeah exactly yeah so so i i think i see where he's our elevation here i I think (laughs) what's the altitude here i think um I think what he's doing is he's getting his business done in a timely manner because starting by like, I, I believe starting this summer, he could now start negotiating with Rosmus Dahlin and Owen Power on extensions to their contracts. So um, those are the two that are going to be big ones, right? Mm-hmm. And so what you want to do is, you know, you want to get Rosmus Dahlin done this summer. Mm-hmm. Right, he's not going to win the Norris Trophy this year, but he's he may be in the conversation as a finalist. Yeah, maybe he's top yeah. ten. Top he's, ten. He's going to be on ballots. Yeah, yeah he'll, be no on ballots. he'll be on ballots. He'll be on ballots. So you get him before he starts winning Norris trophies, and you get him at eight and a half, nine. I don't know. I don't yeah. know uh, on a long term deal. Well, you couldn't just say to him, "Here's what McCarr's getting." You could, but would you? I, I mean, mean, Kel, Kel McCarr's got a Stanley Cup and a Norris Trophy and a Conn Smythe Trophy. But that's what I'm, I'm sure. saying. Yeah, but that's see, what I'm saying. So, oh I'm yeah, saying, so yeah, so you're you you're, a, you you're, deserve, a step, you're a step yeah, below that. Exactly. I see. I thought yeah. it's just like we'll match the Kel McCarr. No, 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 no. Okay, so but even if you do, what's that? Nine and a half? I think it's nine. I could be wrong. E- even but, then, yeah. even then, it's that's still, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But that, where you're running into troubles here is is. Jeff Skinner's nine. Yeah. That goes for another three or four years after this. Yeah. Year. And I mean, he, to his credit, he has actually started to come around and, and not make that contract horrible, Yeah, <laughs> but still that's, that's troubleson And, you know, so, so your next two big ones are, are key. Yeah. You know, Owen Power and Rasmus Dahlin. Like that's your, that's your search of Arden Larry Robinson right there. Yeah. That's that's what they are, right? Yeah. So those are the two next big ones. Yeah. So then 
you've identified, you've identified your core. It's, you know, Tage Thompson, Dylan Cousins, Rasmus Dahlin, Owen Power. So they get all the money and then you, then you fill in from there. Yeah. You know, then you hope a guy like JJ to Paterka comes up and, and, and Jack Quinn and those guys start to become, you know, good secondary players. And you've got some goaltending and you're, you've got some goaltending in your, in your, um, in your, uh, in your system. You've got Ukapeka Lukanen, you've got Deva, Devin Levy, Levo, and you've got, uh, Eric, Por- Eric, Por- what's that? Is it Levo? Is it not Levo? No, L E V I. Devin Levy. Yeah. And you've got, um, um, Eric Portillo, right? Although he'll like he's in his fourth year of college, he might end up being an unrestricted free agent because he'll probably look at the depth that Buffalo has in goal and say, "I have no path to the NHL here." Yeah. So, anyways, you've got that, so you don't have to go blow your brains out on goalies. Yeah. Um, you know, you're going to have two incredible stud defensemen if you do this properly at the back end, and then you fill in with your Ilya Yabushkins and your Matthias Samuelsons and guys like that. And then you've got the studs down the middle, right? Mm-hmm. In, in, in Tuck or sorry, in, uh, in um, Cousins yeah. and, uh, and, and Thompson. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, Alex Tuck is still around for a couple of years. Alex Tuck would be a guy that I bet you would take a hometown discount to stay. hundred percent. You know, so, so you've got like, it's coming together, man. Big time there. They probably won't make the playoffs this year, but still, it's it's really like there's a lot of lot to like about where Buffalo's going. The one thing that I'll say about Kevin Adams is that he's just proven to be a huge gambler. And it, like, yeah. it's And now yeah. you and I were both pretty uh, high on the Tage Thompson contract when it happened. We we both liked it. Mm-hmm. The Dylan Cousins one, I'm a little bit less sure about he's almost a point a game right now he's what 43 he's 43 points yeah 43 points in what 48 games 49 49 like you're approaching you're approaching point a game yeah like that's an 80 point player in a couple of years yeah maybe maybe more you know maybe more yeah no i like it i like it i think it's i think it's a i think i like the way they're doing business and you know, I mean, his predecessor did this, but, you know, now you look back to the Dali and they gave him three times six on a bridge deal. Yeah. Ugh, that's deadly. Yeah. If he if he says no this summer and then he goes out and wins a Norris trophy in the last year of that contract. Yeah. Kaboom. Yeah. There you go. Now you're talking 10. Yeah. You know, or 10 plus. Yeah. Right. Especially with the draft. So, uh, with you know, the, um, I, I, like, cap I like I I absolutely adore the idea of. Get the get the entry level out of the way as fast as you can, and sign these guys to long term deals that are going to look better in three or four years when they're in their prime. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm a big fan of that, big big fan of that. Yeah, I and I, then the player gets the security, and the player goes. Yeah, and and the player, if the player's smart, and he is, because his agent's telling him, his agent's probably telling him, look, yeah, you're getting, you know, hey, Dylan Cousins. In the next seven years, you are going to make more money than ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the world is going to make. You're going to make almost fifty million dollars. You're going to make forty nine point seven million dollars in the next seven years. Did I say nine? I think I said nine first. Fine, but in the next seven years, you're going to make this wild money. Yeah. But in year five and six, you're going to be looking at other guys that are making way more money than you and producing less. 
and you got to be prepared to live with that resentment. So because this is this is the trade off you make. So uh, did you do you remember what Kent Hughes said to Kirby Doc? No. Basically said, here's two ways that we can structure this. Right. I think they gave him a four year contract. Yep. Said here's two ways that we can structure this. We can give you a bridge deal. And then talk about your next contract, like a two-year contract, and then talk about your next contract. Mm-hmm. Or we can give you this four-year contract, and you've got some security to sort yourself out and all the rest of it. But basically, what the selling point was, was in the next four years, you will probably make the same amount of money, whether we give you this reasonable four-year contract that's not cheap yeah. but not expensive, yeah. or whether we give you yeah. uh, a two-year bridge and right. then have to start thinking about a mega contract after. Right, right. right. And I think that there's something there's something to be said to, to that. And you know, if I was a player, I've said it. I said it before. I'll say it again. I would be making as much money as quickly as possible, and not want to do the bridge contracts and not do that quote unquote bet on yourself. Yeah. Because the reality is, is that a decent private investment firm will get you ten percent a right. year. Right. If you put seven million dollars into that decent private investment firm, that's seven hundred thousand dollars a year. Invested into a snake farm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 or Vegas, yeah. But yeah. A, a decent, you, you get seven hundred grand a year. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, not yeah. chump change, yeah, yeah. Right now, obviously, you're not yeah. gonna, but like, so you put two million dollars every year, yeah, two million, two hundred thousand. Now you got two point two, four million. You got two point eight at that point. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I'd be taking that front loaded. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying anything against the Dylan Cousins contract. I'm just. I'm just saying that like it's one. It's, it's more of like a, a numbers thing in my mind where I'm like, he's now made this long term bet. This is the third time. Who Dylan Cousins? No, or uh, Kevin Adams? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the third yeah. time that he's made a long term bet very quickly. Yeah, but you know what? That's that's what we applaud people for being decisive. You know. He's got the balls. And to me, and to me, to me, the biggest mistake, one of the biggest mistakes that teams make is they pay guys for what they've done and not for what they're gonna do. Yeah. Like you in, in today's climate, you cannot, cannot ever, ever reward anybody for what they've done. Yeah. You can't. You can't afford to. Yeah. You have to base that contract on what they are going to produce for you. Yeah. And if it's cost prohibitive to sign that player to a contract in relation to what you think he's going to produce, then he walks. Then he yeah. walks. Yeah. He goes. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to Bo Horvat? Sure. The last contract? Yeah. Now, I was kind of on the fence about the Dylan Cousins. Bo Horvat, it's, it's, it's a little bit of money. It's a little bit of cap space. I don't care about money. It's cap space. I mean, but that's an argument it's, in semantics. It's, 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 it's not buyout proof. So like, cause, cause there's not, there's no signing bonus money involved. Yeah. Right. So it's easier to buy out if he, if he, and I mean, do we think like, really, I mean, this is probably, like I said, like I've said, this is probably the best we're going to see of Bo Horvat mm-hmm. in his career. Like this, it, there, there's the very real possibility that we've seen, we are seeing the best of Bo Horvat. And as he goes into this contract, he is going to decline. Right. Uh, that's possible. That's definitely possible. But I'm thinking, like, do we really think Bull Horvat's going to become, like, a useless player? No. Like, even seven years from now, Bull Horvat is, 
he's a pretty proud guy and he works hard and he's dedicated to his craft. Like he would become, uh, you know, a, a shutdown guy. He apparently switched the flex of his stick because of Connor Bedard. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. So don't know if that's true or not, yeah. but this is, this is the room. So he went to around. a lower flex probably, yeah. right? I think yeah, he's at like 75. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Cause Bedard's Connor Bedard's is really low. Yeah. Well, I, I went to a 65 flex after realizing that, um, uh, Phil Kessel was a 65 flex. I went to uh, uh, 4495 off the rack Shut at Canadian up. Tire because that was the cheapest stick I could get. That's what I went. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a goalie coach. I shoot like 4,000 pucks a week. Hmm. I need something where I can launch pucks pretty good and it doesn't destroy my arms. Okay. Which it does. Yeah. Okay, so... Like, Anyways, so moving on. Is, it's not about you. Um <laughs> Nice. Bo Horvat, eight and a half times eight. But we're all riveted by your 4495 <laughs> sticks. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, whatever. It It is hockey unfiltered with Ken, Ken Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't. So, <laughs> don't. Uh, so, uh, Bo Horvat, eight times eight and a half. Not surprising. Yeah. Um, you got to make that deal if you're Lou Lamorello. You've got to. You cannot have the possibility of losing this guy and missing the playoffs this year, right? Like that, that would be an unmitigated disaster. Yeah. Right. So basically it was just a matter of him coming up with the money, which he did. Yeah. And uh, there you go. Cause so Bo Horvat probably was not getting that on the open market. He certainly wasn't getting that from Vancouver cause he would have taken it. He would have taken it by now. Yeah. Um. So, uh, he had to overpay. He had to overpay. He are he'd already made the deal. You know, this is a franchise. This is an organization that has not much in the pipeline. No. You know, and to get Bo Horvat, they traded their best prospect, Atu Ratu, mm-hmm. and they traded their first round pick in this year's draft. Provided it's not a top twelve pick, potentially next year's yeah, draft. Potentially next year. So they a first round pick in one of the next two drafts. Yeah. So you're unprotected. You're basically year. you basically pushed your chips into the middle of the table, anyways, right? Yeah. Lose eighty years old. I wouldn't be surprised if he's still general managing the the, the Islanders when this deal is up and he's eighty eight years old. I I wouldn't put it past Lou, but you know, I mean, he's pushed his chips into the middle of the table. He's declared that this team is a, I'm not sure I agree with him, but is a win now team. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, so he had to make that deal. He had to make that deal. And and this is a deal that is very unLu-like in that, like, Lou doesn't care beyond four years of this deal, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. He couldn't care less what happens in years five, six, seven, and eight. He's got him for now. And he's got one of the best 200-foot players in the NHL. And hopefully that guy stays one of the best 200-foot players in the NHL for two or three more years. Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. like, you're, you're right. He's one of the best 200-foot players in the NHL. I love, I love the way that he plays the game. Mm-hmm. He's always been a deadly scorer and yeah. points producer on the power play. He was one of the top, I think I talked about this last week, he was one of the, the top uh, guys for in terms of taking defensive zone draws, or at least just not offensive zone draws, on the whole team. Mm-hmm. And yet still putting up very, very good uh, advanced 
statistics, right? So, like, there's just there's just nothing not to like about Bo Horvat, right? And and I and I think that that's going to be the case. Like, he's not Patrice Bergeron, but but he's a poor man's Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, maybe not a poor man's Patrice. Maybe a middle class man's Patrice Bergeron. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just I just don't see any point where Bo, Bo Horvat falls off the face of the earth and can't do anything. No. You know? Like, I, I just don't see that day ever coming. No. Certainly no. not in the next eight years. What is he, 26? He'll be 27. Kicks in, he's 27. It's 27 to 35. Yeah. I mean, there are guys who are 35, 36, 37 that are making significant contributions still. Yeah. I The, the only thing that I'll say about this contract is that when you sign early... Normally, you should. It's because you've got something good, like you know what I mean. Like this is like Bo Horvat probably wasn't getting more in terms of a overall price, right? On the open market, sixty million, I think, is the yeah, total eight, total eight number. T- eight times eight and a half. Yeah, he probably was not getting sixty eight a sixty eight million dollar contract on the open market, mm-hmm. factoring in, of course, the seven years. Seven years versus the eight years. Right. 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 So, I mean, like last week I said, I was like, I was like, well, the Islanders aren't one of those teams that like retains people very easily. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I also yeah. didn't, I didn't factor in the idea of just yeah. give him all of the money. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's again. I mean, it's, oh yeah. I, your, your point is well taken over the course of the entire contract. If he wants to make that money on the open market, in seven years instead of eight, now you're looking at nine and a half. Yeah. And not eight and a half. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just saying, like, like you didn't really, you didn't give yourself the uh, any advantage in this, it feels like, by signing this contract. Who, Bo Horvat? No. The uh, Lou, Lou Lamarillo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, well, other than you got the player. Well, what I'm you saying got is that the this, player. Is, this is a free agency contract. This is a free agency contract. Right. This is the kind of, it's not a huge overpay, but this is the kind of overpay that you expect from a free agency contract. So what's the benefit of giving up your number one prospect and your first round pick and for making a, essentially a free agency signing? That's, that's where I have an issue with this. Well, yeah. And the issue is that if they don't make the playoffs this year and Bo Horvat goes to unrestricted free agency, you could have signed him for this contract and not given up all that stuff, which is what you're saying. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Although, you know, that's a bit of a fantasy hockey thing. You know, like yeah. it's 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 easier said than done. I mean, somebody was going to tr- somebody probably was going to trade I'm a for Bull Horvat. No, but I mean, Boston was in on Bull Horvat. There were yeah. a lot of teams in on Bull Horvat. Yeah, you want the player, you get him. You know, you go out and get him. But if you're willing to back up the Brinks truck to the tune of sixty eight million bucks, you probably got him. Wait, next year? Yeah, in free agency. Yeah, but what if there's more than one team? What if what if it's between Boston, LA, uh, among Boston, LA, and the Islanders? And you're you think going, Boston's going to give them ten million bucks a year? No, eight and a half. What if it's the same money? What if it's right. ex- exactly the same money? Right. Mm-hmm. So then you say, okay, well, I could live in New York where I'm taxed at a ridiculous amount of yeah. of my money. Or a ridiculous rate of my money. Yeah. Or I could live in LA. Or what if like some crazy team like Nashville or Florida comes in? And I'm not saying they would, but yeah. where the tax rate's even lower. Yeah. Then you go, hey, I can play golf all the time. 
and I pay fewer taxes. I pay less tax. Yeah. I'm, you know, so I, I think, you know, I mean, you, you, you want guys who make decisive moves. And yeah. I mean, he identified this as something they needed. This is something Matt Barzell needed in a huge, big, fat way. Oh, yeah. And and so you, you go and you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I won't say anything bad about Bo Horvat. I love the way he plays the game. I love the way he thinks the game. I, I like everything about him. I think that he's like, you know, if you made a hockey player in a lab for me, it would look a lot like Bo Horvat mm-hmm, coming mm-hmm, out the, mm-hmm, you know, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, other end. Yeah, so yeah. I, it's not to say anything about Bo Horvat, um, but just especially at this point in the New York Islanders uh, cycle, cycle. Yeah. It's boy. <laughs> cup in two years or bust. Yeah. And are they good enough to win a cup in two years or three years? Probably not. Uh, you can go a long way with a goalie. And they've got that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, next year, you know, it's not horrible. How it's dark a, is that horse? But, but it's, it's not, question. but it's not horrible. Yeah. So you go into next year with a 23 year old Noah Dobson on defense and that's a 20, glimmering shining light and a 27 year old Bo Horvat and a 28 year old Matt Barzell and a 28 year old Ilya Sorokin. Yeah. That's okay. That like, that's not bad. Yeah. You know? I mean, was St. Louis any better when they won? Yes, they were. Okay. Uh, Alex Petrangelo, let's say that, the, that that's a Noah Dobson cancel out, right? Yeah. They also had um, on defense the offensive guy that I'm Pareko. They had Pareko. Yeah, they had Pareko, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there was also a small offensive player that they had on defense. And it, I remember it's not. I remember when they signed Tory Krug. Wasn't I was like, they were Falk, trying, it wasn't Tory Krug. It wasn't. Yeah, they were so. trying to replace him with Tory Krug when they yeah, signed yeah, him. But yeah, anyways, yeah. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. But anyways, I they had a better defensive core. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly. I guess that's a decent Bo Horvat comparison. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I uh, Vladimir Tarasenko. Well, there's your Barzell. There's you know. I mean, I don't know. I I just don't know that the St. Louis Blues were any better than the than the New York Islanders will be next year. Yeah. I mean, you know. Okay, I see see where you're coming at with it. I see where you're coming at with it. I mean, they were a bit of a unicorn in that they are one and done, Way better goaltending for the New York Islanders. Okay, okay. (laughs) Well. Yeah, yeah. Just saying it. But, all right. So, there you go. All right, Islanders fans, we've left you conflicted. <laughs> if you walked into this looking for clarity, I hope you uh, were not walking into this looking for clarity. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Let me think. We talked about the f- stupid stuff with the fighting and hitting. No, I think we've, I think we've, we did it. We solved hockey for another week. We did. All right, and fooled whoever. The tens of people who are listening to this. Oh, it's many tens. Is it? Well, it's a few tens. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Check out KenCampbell.substack.com. Check us out on Twitter at HockeyNoFilter. Check out at underscore Dylan Waugh at Ken underscore Campbell 27 on Twitter. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on all of those places. And of course, as I said before... Leave a review, leave a review. (laughs) Please, please. Please leave a review, even if it's 
A bad one? Yeah, sure. Great. I Yeah, say bad things about us. Whatever. If it's going to be bad, make it clever. Okay? Yeah, okay Just make yeah, it clever yeah, yeah. and specific. <laughs> yeah. Okay? All right. Anyways, we'll talk to you next week.